0: Welcome to the magical world of Fitness Witchcraft. I'm your host, Emily Flood, and I created Fitness Witchcraft specifically to help witches and spiritual women to become mentally and physically healthy after trauma. On this podcast, you can expect to hear things from fitness and nutrition to deity work channeling quantum healing spells, collapsing the timelines, and more because you get to become the person who combines their magic with every single aspect of your life. Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? I feel like you're likely to have seen game of thrones because if you're listening to a witchy fitness podcast you're probably also a nerd likes fantasy shows etc but anyways in game of thrones there's this infamous scene where cersei is standing at the top of the stairs you know under the temple or church you know whatever it's called and they make her do the walk of shame you guys remember that episode Anyways, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, Cersei is this pretty unlikable character. She's this queen who, you know, she's kind of sleeping with her brother and everything. But in this season, she gets imprisoned by the church and they torture her, torture her into confessing. And after she finally confesses, because that's the only way she's getting out of this dank prison cell, even though she's a queen, they make her walk naked through the streets back to the castle as people are pelting her with food, as people are flashing her or mocking her body. And all the while there's a nun walking behind her ringing a bell saying, shame, shame, shame. And I actually went to the place where this was filmed, right? It's in Dubrovnik, Croatia. And this was 2019. So I was, you know, this was four years ago. So I was like, 24, I want to say, uh, and the thing is, like when I was standing there at the top of those stairs, I have a picture where I'm in the exact same spot as Cersei in the movies and everything. It felt like an emotional graveyard, even though like it was fictional. I couldn't get the scene out of my head. Of Cersei standing there knowing that she was about to have to walk past all of these people who hated her while completely naked, her hair shorn close, and that she was being shamed for kind of who she was, which, you know, wasn't the best character, but I felt so shaky standing there. And I didn't fully realize it at the time, but that moment was so significant for me beyond any of the other Game of Thrones filming locations, because shame has been a part of all of our lives for so long. And I knew as I was standing there that it wasn't right. That episode itself from Game of Thrones was horrifying to watch. Even though I didn't like Cersei, I didn't want to experience her shame and her pain because it felt so similar to a lot of what we have all gone through as people, regardless of whether you are a man, a woman, or non-binary, or LGBTQ, or anything. We have all experienced different levels of shame in our life, and I knew it wasn't right and I knew I didn't like it, and I felt this fierce determination welling up within me as I stood at the top of those stairs and breathed in, imagining Cersei and breathed out, feeling like the nausea in my gut at the thought of that scene. And when I opened my eyes, my friends were already walking off as if it wasn't even significant to them. And, you know, I followed and I didn't really realize it at the time how important this concept of shame and unshaming would be, but if you are a person on this earth, you have likely grown up with a lot of shame around your body because we are constantly inundated with marketing and products and things to buy. And of course, as a fitness coach, I know I contribute to this somewhat. Shame around our bodies being wrong, things that we have to fix with our bodies, whether that's an illness, a headache, a body type, et cetera. I experienced a lot of shame growing up around being neurodivergent, right? If you are ADHD, ADHD, et cetera, you probably grew up with a lot of sensory sensitivities and anxiety. And if you're a woman, you were probably just told that you were overreacting because for women with neurodivergence, especially It's not acceptable for us to be fidgety like the little boys with ADHD, right? So our fidgeting becomes internal. Our brains go wild. That leads to anxiety, etc. And sensory sensitivities like noise and light and sound have always deeply affected me. But again, I was told that I was overreacting. So then in my head, I went, there's something wrong with me. And for so many years before I was finally diagnosed with ADHD, like about a year and a half ago, maybe two years, and it wasn't until like August that I started to fully accept that about myself and what that meant, I kept thinking that I was broken and that there was something wrong with me. Shame, shame, shame. And especially, you know, shame around being sexual, shame around sexuality, shame around even just being a woman. Okay? Because, you know, if you grew up in the church, you're told that you're evil from the moment you go to church. Because that's in the story of Adam and Eve. I am very grateful that my parents took me to a very loving and accepting church. But that was still an internal part of the stories that we learned. That Eve was the root of all evil. That who I was was the root of all evil. Right? And... So this concept of unshaming fitness coaching has been in my mind for a long time because I've experienced a lot of shaming from the fitness coaches that I have had in the past and it was horrible because shame leads to those thoughts of self-hate, of I'm lazy, I'm not good enough, I can't control myself, why can't I just be like so-and-so? And when those thought spiral start of self-hate. It's really easy to slide into yo-yo dieting, into emotional eating, etc. to self-sabotage. And two days ago, I had a mindset call with one of my clients, her name's Sarah. And Sarah confessed to me very vulnerably that she was having a lot of resistance to going to the gym. And she, you know, She felt very worried telling me this, right? I'm her fitness coach. I write her gym programs, et cetera. And I had this moment of realization where I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is my opportunity to unshame this for her. So I had her list out all of the reasons why she didn't want to go to the gym, right? Um, Her first one was, you know, anxious about the gym being crowded and anxious about the equipment being there, all the way down to, I had her list out 10, all the way down to not wanting to sweat, right? She thought that one was kind of a little silly, but I was like, just write them all down. And when she'd written them all down, I validated them all for her, okay? And this is an important part of unshaming because when we have spent our lives not feeling seen and heard, when we have spent our lives feeling like we are invalid, feeling like our emotions and our thoughts are invalid, that creates a sense of internal shame. So I could see clearly in her face on Zoom that she felt ashamed for having resistance to going to the gym. And so the best thing that I could do for her as her coach was to help her unshame that feeling. Because when you feel that shame, you just want to hide and curl up and protect yourself instead of stepping into that growth-oriented mindset. Because shame activates that survival part of your brain, that fight or flight response. And that is not something that is going to help you in reaching your higher self, getting a little witchy here, right? Because the part of your brain that connects to your pituitary gland, your third eye, your intuition is the prefrontal cortex. You cannot access the prefrontal cortex if you are in a state of fight or flight. So to get her out of that, I needed her to release the shame that she felt around this. So I validated all of her reasons. And then we found the reason that was the biggest one for her. And of course, it was the anxiety around going to the gym when it was super crowded with, you know, having to wait for equipment. And I feel this exact same anxiety too, you guys. I legitimately have picked The gyms that I go to, based on how crowded they are, based on how much equipment they have, based on how crowded it is when I go, and I absolutely hate when the gym is crowded too. I hate when I have to wait for equipment. I plan my gym times around when it's going to be the least crowded, so her anxiety was completely valid there. And we ended up diving into an emotional embodiment uh, technique that I teach my clients, right? Got to save something secret because you learn all of that in Fitness Witch Academy and Macromind. And we dove into this emotional embodiment technique. We figured out where her anxiety was coming from in her life. It was, you know, from childhood, actually doing a little bit of inner child healing work with my VIP clients. And I helped her to step into a growth-oriented mindset and a solution-oriented mindset. And I helped her to shift into wanting, Wanting, she said this herself, wanting to feel independent. And we listed out lots of solutions that she created on her own to help herself with easing the anxiety of going to the gym. And then at the end of this exercise, she didn't feel shame anymore. She just felt empowerment because I had honored her anxiety and honored her emotions, shame couldn't come in. Because shame pops in when we have someone who is witnessing our anxieties who invalidates them. Now, oftentimes, the person who is witnessing our anxieties is our own mind, and we invalidated ourselves, right? But Sarah had been doing this for so long that she needed someone on her side to validate her anxieties because she couldn't validate them on her own. And so when we were able to do that, when we were able to allow ourselves to feel that anxiety through the emotional embodiment activity, we were able to turn that prefrontal cortex brain back on to step out of fight or flight. And she was able to create some solutions from her intuition, from her higher self, from desire to be independent, from that desire of wanting to reach her fitness goals. And I had this moment on this call with her as she was, you know, with her eyes closed, thinking of intuitive solutions that we were creating together based off this methodology that I use with my clients. And I had this moment of solidity within my chest where I thought, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm meant to do. I have been saying all along that my mission is to take shame and guilt out of the fitness coaching industry. Shame for what our bodies look like. Shame for what we feel. Shame for our emotions, our reactions, etc. And this call with Sarah was unshaming in action and getting to see her step back into her power, getting to see her believe in herself again was magic because what i could have done what a lot of fitness coaches would have probably done they would have said like well you just need to suck it up sarah you just need to get to the gym anyways you, you know don't you're not you're not unsafe at the gym no one's going to hurt you no one's going to make you anxious your anxiety you know it's just an overreaction then sarah would have felt that shame even deeper because The truth about our emotions is that our emotions are our body's way of telling us something important, okay? And so we need to validate our body's intuition when we are on a fitness journey because we are working with our bodies to create body composition changes. So we need to honor the things that our body tells us. And I could have easily just listed out a bunch of things that help with gym anxiety, right? Except then Sarah wouldn't have been able to step back into empowerment because I helped her co create solutions using her higher self and, you know, me along to guide her. She felt empowered because she came up with some of those solutions herself because she started to trust herself again. And that is the magic of combining mindset and psychology with your fitness journey. Because she, at the end of that call, believed in herself a little bit more. Because it's super easy to believe in your coach, right? But until you can believe in yourself, self-sabotage will keep popping up. Okay? And so really, what I have learned is that when we don't feel seen and heard, when our emotions aren't validated, when we see our emotions as this nuisance to get rid of and compartmentalize, shame creeps in. And guys, shame is the antithesis to self-love. And we have thoughts of shame everywhere in our lives, not just involving fitness and our bodies. Why am I thinking like this? Why do I feel anxious? Oh, this is unreasonable. I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be that. I should be more this. And when you are saying those thoughts in yourself, those thoughts are self-hate. And since shame is the antithesis to self-love, as a fitness coach, that is why it is so important for me to help my clients release shame and guilt. Because Here's the thing about a fitness journey, you guys. When you fuel your fitness journey from self-hate, when you are hating yourself, when you are shaming yourself into going to the gym, when you are shaming yourself into a diet, this is a psychology fact. I'm learning. I'm taking a course from a shame expert called David Bedrick right now. Your body, when you are fueling your fitness journey from self-hate, your body will subconsciously rebel against the self-hate because your body doesn't want you to hate it, right? Your body will rebel against the self-hate by sending you cravings, by pushing you into self-sabotage, okay? And then next thing you know, you're grabbing the peanut butter, you're grabbing the cookies, you're going out to dinner, you're saying, "eff it, you're having that extra drink, Especially you especially when you drink. Because when you drink, you get to ease that anxiety. You're getting out of fight or flight when you're ingesting substances, right? And your higher self comes back on board and says, I don't want to hate myself. Let's say F it and have everything. Isn't that kind of beautiful in a way? That your body is rebelling against the hate that you have been feeding it with shame. Isn't that beautiful? And so if you want to still have a fitness journey, if you want to stay motivated in the long term, and if you want to have results that last, you must motivate yourself with love. And what this means, when you can tackle your fitness journey from a place of self-love, you might learn that you don't actually want to be on a fitness journey. You might learn that you're actually quite okay with where your body is right now. Wonderful. Wonderful. I am all for this. Not everyone needs to be on a fitness journey. But if you desire to be on a fitness journey, if you want to be on a fitness journey from a place of self love, because you love yourself, you want this fitness journey for yourself. Because you love yourself, you want to love yourself into eating more nutritious foods, so that you feel better, so that your brain works better, so that you show up more confident in all areas of your life, you must tackle your fitness journey from a place of self-love. And it's not enough to say, okay, I love myself, let's go. Because shame is so ingrained in our culture, shame will continue to pop back up and pop back up. Because you are trying to rewire your brain for self-love. And think about how old are you right now? How many years of shame has your brain been wired to set as its default? How many years has shame been the default? How many years have you been believing yourself And saying to yourself that you are broken? How many years have you thought that there was something wrong with you? How many years have you thought of your body as something shameful that needed to be controlled or hidden beneath clothes or whatever it is? How many years have you thought that your authentic self, who you are as a person, is too much or not enough or too loud or too passionate or annoying Think about those things that you have said about yourself over the years. It is going to take constant work to reframe your brain to self-love. And that is exactly what I do with all of my clients in my main program, MacroMind. So MacroMind is my umbrella big fitness and life coaching program. Within MacroMind, you do get Fitness Switch Academy as a bonus, right? And we focus on coming back to desire and self-love each and every week in our check-in calls and in our mindset calls because it is so easy to slip back into those thoughts of self-hate and self-sabotage without even realizing it because it's normal for you, because it's normal for those thoughts of shame to pop up. And so you don't even notice when they are popping back in, which is why it can be so helpful to have a coach on your side who's looking at your check-in form and being like, that's a self-hate thought. We need to shift that. We need to shift your belief in yourself. We need to come back to self-love and self-empowerment because that is what it's all about. You're not on a fitness journey because you hate yourself or because you want to hate yourself forever. People get into fitness journeys because they want to love themselves and love their bodies. But you first have to come into that fitness journey from that place of self-love first. You do not have to wait until you're fit to love yourself. You must love yourself along the way. So even if you sign up for my fitness coaching program and you don't love yourself to start, we are going to love yourself into the changes Self-love one day at a time, 1% better each day at a time. Because think about it right now. Your future self, this person who has reached their fitness goals, whatever they are, how do they think and feel about themselves? Do they love themselves? How do they act around their family? How do they act when they go to the beach? How do they act? What do they wear on a night out? And the key to reaching any goal at all, whether it's fitness, business, life, relationships, is this process of being your higher self, being your future self first. I'm sure you guys can hear the difference in my voice from the last couple episodes, right? Because I have been doing daily transformational work the last few weeks to be my higher self again. This will be another episode, but there have been a lot of CPTSD and trauma flashbacks that really sent me into a place of fear where I was telling myself and my brain again that I was broken, that there was something wrong with me, that I needed to be fixed, that I needed to heal myself, etc. That was me sliding back into shame. And my own coach, Nicole, had to bop me up on the head and say, no, Emily, you must get back to desire. That is why it is so important that coaches have coaches, that everyone has coaches, because you cannot even notice for yourself when you are slipping back into shame because that is how ingrained it is. And so I'm speaking differently because I am speaking as my higher self. For me, I am so passionate about this shame thing that one day in my mind, my future self is speaking on stages. She is leading women's empowerment retreats. She is changing the fitness industry. Heck, she is probably leading a course for coaches on how to unshame their fitness coaching to help their clients get better and better results. So in order to reach that goal, I don't know how many years that's gonna take, five years, 10 years, maybe I'll be 45 speaking on that stage, who knows? But I have to act like her now. So I have to love myself now. I have to release those feelings of shame and guilt now in order to become her. So when you think about the type of person you will become, the type of person you want to become who has reached their fitness goals, you have to be them first. You have to be them while taking action on their goals. You have to be them in the gym. You have to be them while you are eating your food. You have to be them first, take action, and then you will have the results. Be, do, have. Mindset, strategic action to reach your goals. And this is exactly why in my mindset course that you get in MacroMind, right? Fitness Witch Academy, you guys have heard me talk about it. We tackle your daily routines. We tackle your morning rituals. We tackle how you think and feel about yourself. We go through emotional embodiment. We go through somatics. We teach you to trust yourself through your intuition, through tarot cards, through meditation, through shamanic journeying, so that you can connect to your higher self on a really deep level to shift your brain patterns, to shift out of that shame subconscious programming. And this is why I really feel like this is what I am meant to do because I have already been creating these programs for so long around this because my higher self has been telling me how important this is. So I am taking a six-week course on unshaming. It is starting next week with this shame expert called David Bedrick. I absolutely love it. He teaches coaches and therapists and Really, this is fitness meets life coaching, right? I have kind of felt a little shame around, you know, saying life coaching, right? Like, who am I to say that? But the results that my clients get, if you have listened to the last podcast episode that I just shared, the results that my VIP client, Reagan, has shared, this is life-changing, this work. This work of unshaming is life-changing. This work of self-love is life-changing, and I am so honored to be doing this. And I am so excited to learn more and more and more about unshaming. And it feels like I have been transforming each and every episode that I share here with you guys. And that yet again, I am on the cusp of another transformation, like each and every day that I share these posts on Instagram and TikTok and podcasting, that I am stepping closer and closer to my higher self, to the woman who speaks on stages, to the woman who has a radical impact on the fitness coaching industry as a whole. So stay tuned. Uh, Leave a review for the podcast, please, especially if this podcast really lit you up. Please help me to reach more people because My goal, again, is to impact the fitness coaching industry as a whole, so I will need to be more seen, to be more visible, to have my voice reach more and more people, and you leaving a review helps me with that. You sharing this podcast with a friend who needs to hear about how important it is to tackle a fitness journey from self-love, share this with a friend who's always complaining about what they look like, share this with a friend who's always judging their own food choices. We will change the world together, one person, one thought in our heads at a freaking time. All right, guys, go ahead and get out there, do all the strong girl thing, lift some heavy ass weight, and remember, remember, remember how powerful and how innately magical you already are. Thanks for listening to another episode of witchy wellness with him. I'm on a mission to change the game with health and fitness coaching through adding in all of this mindset work you hear on the podcast. So if you love the show, please help me out by leaving a review. Remember mindset alone won't get you to your goals, but when you combine it with action and strategy, you're limitless.